0: Downloads of this show are available on Podomatic.com and the Podomatic mobile app.
1: You cannot stop the devil. Only the man performing his work.
2: everybody, and welcome to yet another edition of Young Persons Radio right here on Radio Free Brooklyn. I am your host, Colby Smith, very, very, very pleased to be joining you this morning on your uh, – the, the start of every successful Sunday morning routine is tuning in to Young Persons Radio here on Radio Free Brooklyn, whether you're doing it live through RadioFreeBrooklyn.com or the Radio Free Brooklyn app – being updated all the time with new features available wherever you get your apps. The best way to listen to Radio Free Brooklyn on the go or as a podcast every Friday on uh, Apple Podcasts, uh, Podomatic.com. Any, you know, the two biggest pieces where people get their podcasts Apple Podcasts, Podomatic.com. Uh, our great hosting partner here. So I want to welcome all the people listening live uh, from the family gathered in the den. To all the sad teens on long car rides with their families seeking refuge in the headphones with me, a host who understands them and makes them feel heard. To all the people stumbling on Radio Free Brooklyn, even though there's no possible way to do that since it's an internet station and you have to know about it in order to look it up. And, of course, to that little boy sneaking a headphone into church with his family just so he doesn't miss a minute of Kolb. We welcome you all. We are the first... Live talk show of the day here on Radio Free Brooklyn. Talk show Sunday. This and every Sunday on the station at 11 p.m. Good God. 11 a.m. We are (laughs) followed by by Two Thumbs Undecided, the brand new movie talk show here on Radio Free Brooklyn uh, with Sam and Zach Ferguson. And then at noon, the Brooklyn conversation with Rosie, and then at 1 p.m., objection to the rule, Radio Free Brooklyn's answer to the Sunday morning political talk show circuit. We have every possible base covered on the air today, so keep that dial tuned to us. And speaking of Radio Free Brooklyn, I would like to tell everyone that tomorrow, Monday, January 14th, Radio Free Brooklyn is hosting a DJ night At Pine Box Rock Shop, uh, the great spot here in uh, the Bushwick neighborhood of Brooklyn at 12 Grattan Street, the general admission is $0. This is a free event. Uh, uh, At 9 p.m. it begins. Your favorite Radio Free Brooklyn DJs will be spinning tracks from 9 to 11 p.m. at Pine Box Rock Shop, including the best in Brooklyn-based music, and admission is free. So make sure everybody comes out to that. 904-351-0729 904-351-0729 is our number here at Young Persons Radio. That's 904-351-0729 if you would like to call in at any point. And I certainly suggest you do so now. You know my guest today from her stories in a wide range of publications, including The New York Times, The New York Times Magazine, GQ, The All, R.I.P., the Outline, The New Yorker, and so many more. And, of course, you also know her from her previous appearance on this very show. It's Jamie Lauren Kalis. Hey. <laughs> Hi.
0: I'm so, so excited to be here. Good.
2: I was just going to ask how you are, and now I, uh, I don't I'm have excited,
0: to. excited. I'm ready. I've got things to discuss.
2: Oh, Okay. I mean,
0: not like a bone to pick, just
2: general small <laughs> okay, talk <yeah>. to make. <laughs> yeah, I thought we were just like you were just gonna like kick things off. Like, like let me in take hot. this up with you right now. <laughs> now that the microphones are on. Yeah, I've been can... uh,
0: holding this grudge for years.
2: <laughs> well, how was your holiday season? You're the first guest of the of the new year. Oh, I yeah? am. Yeah, yeah. We did it solo last week.
0: Wow. Um, my holiday season. It was good. I mean, I I, I sort of hate December. I think it's like so convivial. It's just like mm. too fun. Everyone's having too much good cheer and then like you have to go to thing after thing after thing. And then it culminates with New Year's, which is already a high pressure situation, which mm. is also incidentally my birthday.
2: Oh, like New Year's Day or New, New Year's Eve? Day. So okay, it's, yeah, like, yeah.
0: it's like from Christmas to hanging out, Hanukkah, different things, New yeah. Year's Eve, what are we doing? Who's hosting? All right, let's just do nothing. Actually, let's go out. And then boom, it's my birthday. And then it's like a big vacuum until the spring. So uh, I uh, I don't know. I'm glad December's over, and yeah. I'm I'm taking it real easy in January. Like I'm not scheduling anything ahead of time. You have to. I mean, I scheduled this ahead of time, but yeah. like you have to hit me up the day of if you want to see me. That's the policy. <laughs> I love this. Yeah, yeah, this it's is going like, okay. This
2: is. I feel like so many people are like you know hitting the ground running with New Year's resolutions, and you're like, let's get a slow start.
0: Well, I mean, I ha- I'm hitting the ground running with my resolutions, but they're all to do less.
2: Oh, I see. Oh, this is great. This is a good, like, break in the system, you know?
0: Yeah, like, I mean, I- they're sort of like I'm trying to meditate. Like, there are mm-hmm. things I need to be at home alone for. They're not things I need to be out being a man of the people right, for.
2: Right, right, yeah. You doing headspace? You got headspace? Um,
0: I've just been uh, doing it raw. Like, just, <laughs> I-, I my strategy is sort of I think of the thoughts as a balloon, and then when they float by, I let go of them. Oh, wow. Um, and I've been working with that modality for about 10 years. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I've mastered it yet.
2: <laughs> but... Is there a way to master? Isn't that the whole thing is like you, you, there is no, there is no master there. You're only a stage on.
0: The yeah. Term. I mean, I don't know. I feel like I need to get into some sort of like more guided thing where people are telling me if I'm doing it right or wrong. Cause I'm not really comfortable with this, like free floating approach to being relaxed. Yeah. Um, but I, so like my goal, my new year's resolutions, I think, do you know about smart goals? Mm. so a goal has to be smart it has to be uh i forget what the s is, but it's measurable mm. uh achievable realistic and timely or something okay. it's like an acronym, but it's like basically like you have to be able to know that you've accomplished the goal gotcha so with meditation it's like it's a little vague, yeah. so I decided i'm going to meditate a thousand minutes, so I was like, how am I going to count a thousand minutes so I was like, how can I get a th- I, my idea was like I'll get a thousand of something and I'll move the things from one jar to another. And when mm. like the one jar is empty and the other jar is full, I've known I've done it a thousand times. Yeah. So I was like, how can I get a thousand of something? Like, where can I get a pre counted one thousand? So I went to the bank and I got ten dollars of pennies, which <laughs> I don't know if you know how like how much space ten dollars of pennies takes up, but it's like it's really heavy and it's yeah. like it's twenty rolls. Mm-hmm. So I got these pennies and then I uh I schlepped them home from the bank. Yeah. I opened up all the rolls, and I was lucky because they were all brand-new pennies, which I don't know why we're still making them, but, like, <laughs> they were so golden. Like, they did not even look like U.S. currency, and I unrolled them all, and I put them in this, like, Chinese food container. So, so far, I've meditated three minutes since okay. I – Mostly, I've just accomplished the activity of getting ready to meditate, but I haven't done much meditating.
2: Yeah. I, yeah. Do you do a minute at a time?
0: Are you, so, I my you secondary thing minutes? is I bought this thing called the Time Cube. They sell it on Amazon, and it's, like, this cube, and it has – one, three, seven, nine, and 11 minutes. Uh-huh. Then you flip the cube to how many minutes you want to meditate. So, so far, I'm really just meditating three minutes at a time. Yeah. Hoping to work up to seven or nine. Is
2: this, like, the first time you've meditated in your life, or it's, like, you've, like, done it a little bit before, but this you want to commit to it this year?
0: I've done it a little bit before, but I'm struggling with consistency. Yeah. Like, I would like to do it every day, maybe. Because mm-hmm. even if you meditate for, like, two minutes, you just feel better.
2: Yeah. So yeah, it's the breathing. The breathing, I think, is for me is so nice.
0: It's the breathing. And I think it's just like I'm always in this like tizzy. Like I feel like yeah. tizzy is sort of my default mold. So it's like if you just step out of the tizzy for one minute, then it takes a while to restart it up. So mm-hmm. you're like you have a couple hours. Yes. So but I don't know. I mean, I did all of this like prep preparing for the goal, but I haven't actually done any meditating.
2: So I don't know if <laughs> it's working. Well, you got three minutes.
0: I got three minutes. Today, I'll do another three. Three Maybe.
2: minutes in almost two weeks since the new year.
0: Yeah, and then I've been—I uh, have six goals, so I've okay, been, uh, working on them.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. See, that's see, that's a that's measurable. That's one. That's That's, one. A, that's good. My my big one is to talk less shit, uh, which is—it's—it's oh. more—it's measurable, I guess. But you know, not in a way that I'm about to like keep track of. Right. Know? See, I
0: don't like. I would say like, I want to get five situations where I could have talked shit and I didn't. Like, I would <laughs> I would try to be more specific about it.
2: Yes. Yeah. 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 Yeah, come up with a rubric.
0: Are you a real shit talker? I don't oh, think yeah. of you as a shit talker.
2: Ah, oh, see, you gotta get to know me a little better. Oh, wow, I mean, <laughs> I,
0: I, I want the dirt.
2: Yeah, this I mean, I'll talk shit right now. Colby's Gossip Give hour. me a name, give me a name.
0: Uh, Talk some shit on me to my face. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
2: not gonna do that. You're my friend.
0: It's like, do you ever, I've been thinking, because like, I talk. I talk a fair amount of shit, and I think uh, talking shit is good for social cohesion. I of,
2: completely agree like, with you. It endears you to people. It
0: endears you to people. It endears I think, are
2: there people to me. It endears them to me.
0: Like I'm not going to talk shit about like someone had an abortion, but like if no, someone was like weird at a party, I'll mention
2: it. Oh, 100. Yeah. So like
0: I'm not trying to talk shit less, but I am trying to find out what shit people talk about me because like uh-huh. I'm like I can talk shit on anyone. Lovingly. So I'm like in my mind I'm like I can't think of what people would say about me, not because I'm so great, but just because I think I'm hiding my evils. Yeah. But so I want to know like what annoying things am I doing that people are like, Jamie's at it again, like <laughs> bullshit.
2: Yes. I, I identify completely with this. What
0: yeah. what shit do you think people may be talking on you? Like uh, that guy with this fucking radio show.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if that's it. It's just like that's this my entire Instagram now. It's just uh, promotion for the show
0: you could be in like a multi-level marketing sales thing or something though
2: that's like, true people,
0: that's the main thing people resent online these days. yeah
2: yeah 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 Promote uh, tireless promotion i don't know uh i mean my worst nightmare is that uh uh, uh people are annoyed by my plucky bright attitude
0: that's uh, one of my fears too yeah <laughs> like i went on this date uh we went to see the bongo hour Do yes. you know about this
2: well sandy honig previous yes. guest on this show oh wow yeah i'm a big fan Yeah, Um, yeah, yeah. I went
0: went on a first date to see the Bongo Hour, which I guess it was the last show of it ever. It's it's done. It's taking a little break. Which is a shame because I really liked it.
2: Well, I can tell you, uh, doing Sandy's job for her now, that she and uh, Peter Smith host uh, Pig every Tuesday night at 10 at the Slipper Room. In oh, Lower Manhattan Maybe I'll go You can get your your fix Your I Sandy was, and Peter fix
0: Oh my god This was the first So I I had read with Sandy At a reading like In 2015 or something mm-hmm. Like I don't know If she writes things To read anymore But like mm. She did then And I was like Wow this, this person Is so talented And then like I re-encountered her On this first date To go see her show Yes And Just talking about Childlike wonder Like First of all, I was just so charmed by every part of the show. And then there was a real magician in the middle of the show. Yeah. And, like, this wasn't, like, some, like, hipster magician. This was, like, a straightforward, like, magician. Like, he, like...
2: Was he wearing tails?
0: Yeah. Like, he was, like, a magician. (laughs) Awesome. And he kept making these birds appear from, like, under a handkerchief. Like, live birds. Five of them. And every time a bird would appear, I'd be like, oh, my God, like... But how did he get that bird under there? Like, I feel like really like the the magic worked on me. Yeah. And the girl I was on a date with, I think she was like having a fine time. But I think she kept looking at being like, oh, my God, like this is too much childlike wonder for me. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if we'll go out again. Because like, yeah, I, I think childlike wonder is either the thing maybe you would hate about me, mm-hmm. maybe hate about you.
2: I it's It's my fear. It's my, well, maybe not my great fear, but a big one. You know,
0: like what do you go walk around like bored and jaded all the well, time? Well, exactly. I mean, that's people where I are. Guess. People do. They
2: do. Yeah. But that's what I keep coming back to It's just like there is a core belief, I think, in me that, that enthusiasm is at the end of the day an attractive quality. Uh, but who knows? Yeah. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's not for anyone.
0: Well, I don't think we're like some real Pollyanna type. No, we're, I don't like, think so either. Walking around, we're being everything so great. Yeah. Like, I feel like it's like we have this resolve to be like curious in the face of like, So much like how bad everything is. I don't know. No, no,
2: I agree. Yeah. Yeah. It's more
0: like touching the hot stove than it is like, I don't know, like, oh, everything's so great.
2: Yeah. I'll give you a a recent example Uh, for me, which is over the holiday break. um, uh, My stepdad invited me to go with him and his daughter to a local theater production of White Christmas in my hometown at the the Cumberland, Maryland Theater. (laughs) And uh, I was like oh, yeah, like, yeah. absolutely, I want to see what that is, and my sister was just like, why would you, In like, why would you want to go see that, like, it's going to be terrible, and I was just like, even if it's bad, it will be fun, <laughs> like, yeah, it'll be like, a fun, bad thing.
0: I feel like, for the most part, I'll go anywhere, I won't go to, like, a crowded bar for someone's birthday party with, like, a lot of acquaintances, but, yeah. like, beyond that, I think any place could conceivably be interesting, if not mm-hmm. fun. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Are there places you won't go?
2: Uh, there are certain bars I hate. But... Yeah, there are like, there are bars. <laughs> but or, I know what you mean, though. Yeah. Like
0: categories of places. Like,
2: Cat- uh, like would, well, you,
0: would you be like, oh, I don't go to Broadway shows or like I oh, don't no, go no. to like. If I'm invited six somewhere new, I'll like generally go,
2: you know? Uh, I think. Um...
0: I don't play mini golf.
2: Okay, I re- as I mean, a rule.
0: If, like, someone I really liked was like, you got to play this course with me, <laughs> then I guess I would. But, like, I really – I like regular golf. Okay. I'll go to a driving range.
2: They say it ruins a good walk, golf.
0: Ah. I wouldn't really know enough <laughs> to say, but, like
2: – I've never been on a walk.
0: Yeah. I uh, – mini golf, something about it. It's, like, people are always like, can we play through? Like, you yeah. know, people who are, like – behind you and like they're rushing you. Mm-hmm. A little yeah. rubber coated hitting thing club.
2: Yeah. yeah. club. It's I mean it's for children mini golf.
0: I do like the architecture of mini golf.
2: I mean, it's very fun. Yeah. Yeah. Happy Gilmore.
0: Happy Gilmore. Have to I've been uh I'll just put this out there into the universe, but I've been trying to profile Adam Sandler for about a year now. Really? And uh may or may not happen. I've been really mm-hmm. these people are very skeptical. He doesn't do a lot of press. Yeah. And I've been trying to go through every possible back door talking to every person who might know someone who might know someone who knows Adam <laughs> Sandler to try to talk them into it. But I've had, I've been like re-watching the whole opus of Adam Sandler sure. chronologically. So I've just started with all the comedy albums. Yes. And I've been listening to those and soon I'll start on the movies, but.
2: Did you watch his Netflix special from last year?
0: No, when, because I'm like, I want to arrive wanna, at it from, like, the correct perspective. Okay. Although, I don't know how many people are, like, arriving at it as lifelong fan. I guess maybe a I feel lot. like he's got, yeah. Did yeah. you listen to those albums as a youth? Or I think we're maybe a little young.
2: I, I Yeah, I mean, I, they were, I, like, discovered them retroactively, like, in college. Like, when I was in my big, like, like consume comedy history phase. Yeah. Uh, Did but, you,
0: was there, like, a comedy album you listened to, like, as a 12-year-old boy?
2: Not as a t- – well, I guess so because uh, that was the height of uh, the Blue Collar Comedy Tour. Oh, wow. And I'll, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll cop to being super into that when I was 11 and 12.
0: Yeah, because at that age, I loved Shane Cook.
2: Oh, sure. And yeah. I, well, that was his prime. Well, I know, was, and I
0: was like, this guy's really funny. Yeah, yeah. But also, like, I think I really liked Family Guy at that point, which I think is sure, sort I'll, of like yeah, a uh, – Totally. Part of the same canon, but I, think, I still think Family Guy is good maybe.
2: <laughs> I mean, I haven't watched it in – yeah, I don't know. I, mean, I
0: don't know if it's the new episodes are oh, as good I, okay, as, like, yeah. the earlier work. But, yes, like, but
2: there are things you, like, look back on as, like, that stands uh, up as, like, a good bit.
0: Well, I love how they did those little jump cuts where it would be like, I'm saying something, now I'm showing a little skit that's, like, one second <laughs> long, like, yeah. now I'm back to saying something.
2: Yeah, P- that was what people hated about it, though. That was, like, what the, what people who said that was bad pointed oh, to really? as, like, they didn't like the gag. I
0: thought people just thought it was, like, dumb.
2: Yeah, I mean, I don't it didn't bother me.
0: I love a gag.
2: Sure, it's a comedy. Sh- it's a cartoon. You can do a, a cutaway.
0: It's a yeah, gag. I think the best thing about cartoons is like you don't have to follow the normal rules.
2: Yeah, yeah. I do like. I mean, Seth MacFarlane is a uh, bad, <laughs> is like a bad dude. I think. Uh, like
0: like, is he canceled or is no? No, I bad? think he's
2: like crazy. I think oh. he's like insane. There was this like uh, New Yorker profile of him a couple of years ago, and he's got like all these tanning beds at his house, and it's oh, just wow. he's it. It just it's a portrait of it's just like a deeply isolated uh, guy who's like going insane in his own head. I think
0: he hosted the Oscars. He hosted saying, the which I keep remembering and being like, how long ago was that? Like, I, yeah, it doesn't even seem possible.
2: Not long enough ago. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, Maybe uh, he'll do it again this year. It's Seth Oscar Merlin. season. Have you, it's uh, Oscar season. Are you up on your films? Now uh, I'm i host. I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty up on them. Yeah. I saw uh, If Beale Street Could Talk.
0: I saw it. Did you like it?
2: Uh, I didn't love it.
0: I didn't love it, and I really wanted to like Me it. Me too. I took my family to see it, yeah. and they just weren't really ready yeah. for like a, uh, a slow sort of, like, love story based on a James Baldwin novel. Yeah. It's just, like, they're just some normal whites, you know? Yeah. I'm not ready for that. There
2: was some really good stuff. Well, before I get into trashing if Beale Street could talk. Okay. Uh, there was some really good stuff. I really love the scene where they 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 get the apartment from Dave Franco. Yeah, yeah. But then after that, when they have the, like, the, they're, like, celebrating in the street, they're just going, like, woo! Because my gut reaction was, like, man, they better quiet down. Like, something is going to happen to yeah. that. But I think that was, like, a really cool, like like thing to evoke in the the audience at that point where it's just like this moment of like pure joy for them but there's still that like looming threat of like danger mm-hmm. around but uh i thought so much of it was not great it was just uh, it
0: was very slow i think it's just not the kind of movie i like
2: mhm it's very like ponderous uh and like i i think it's it's like one of the worst uh, like one of the worst sex scenes i've ever seen on oh, you think? It was like their first coming together. Cause it's just like no one, like, like it's them like slowly approaching each other and this very right. like poignant removing of clothes. And then well, he's it was just like, a like movie. Yeah. And then he like walks away from her to like take off his shirt. And then and he's then just he's like, like, Don't so be scared. Hot, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He goes, Don't be scared. And then like, it's like, very, it's just like no one has sex like this
0: maybe people do and we're just like damn it
2: <laughs> yeah, like, yeah.
0: <laughs> that was sort of but my... i do
2: think it points to this like kind of like conservative thing where it's just like hot fucking can't be love like yeah. to show that they're in love their sex scene has to be like tender point yeah it's very tender and delicate and i don't know it didn't I-, I was not into that
0: in the beginning when the families were coming together in the apartment
2: mm-hmm I love that part. That was, and great. I was like,
0: I hope the whole movie is as good as this. And then it sort of became a different movie. Yeah. So I went in thinking it was going to be like that was going to be the yeah. whole movie, and it just I don't know, it wasn't for me. My family was like, you take us to see this crap? Like, <laughs> you were I, embarrassed I always, in front of them. Too. I always picked the wrong movie, and then they're always like, it was our black sheep of the family, eccentric, like mm-hmm. living in New York. Like, yeah, yeah. So
2: that first scene, yeah, it was really, it was like. High energy, light, fun, lots of like fun characters interacting with each other. Yeah. And then from then on, it's just like pairs of two having like meaningful conversations. And uh, I don't know, it didn't it didn't quite click for me. What I, else? Uh, oh,
0: what else are you watching on the <clears throat> Oscar?
2: Well, uh, ballot? I saw Mary Queen of Scots. I didn't see that. that sucks. Don't see okay. it. Did you see the favorite. I did see The Favourite. I liked The Favourite. I loved The Favourite. I really liked it. This is yeah. a
0: figure year for uh, bisexual cinema. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah. I thought all the performances were great. I thought the script was good. Love
0: Emma Stone. She's great. Love to follow her career. Yeah. Did you see Easy A?
2: I did see Easy A. Pretty funny movie. Landmark teen flick.
0: Yeah. Man, I love... Did, did you in high school ever watch, like, the kind of movie where, like, it's... Based on a Shakespeare thing, but oh, yeah. it's for teens. Oh, like, sure. Yeah. Like, what's uh, 10 things I hate ten things
2: about you? you.
0: That Amanda Bynes one, she's the man. Yes.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I don't know if that premise has aged well. I don't
2: know. I'm, probably not. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um,
2: but there's so much cross dressing in Shakespeare. There's so much like pretending to be uh, right, a that's woman. True. Yeah.
0: Amanda yeah. Bynes, she's back apparently.
2: We we talked about it on the show, uh, uh, like right at the end of last year. It was just like that profile of her in Paper Mag was, yeah. awesome. It made me so proud of her.
0: I know. I'm really rooting for her. I know.
2: Like, I just thought my thought was just like, man, I want to cast her at something.
0: Yeah, <laughs> like, it's like so Amanda, just, please show
2: up so he could be funny again. You know.
0: Yeah. Totally. Yeah,
2: she was great. Uh, have you this this week was uh, the flurry of of Sopranos 20th anniversary articles
0: so i have it all in my like what's it called my reading list yeah. on the phone but i haven't read much of it yet yeah but
2: because we talked about sopranos last time you were on oh did we yeah yeah, yeah you I said you, you you were christopher i'm definitely christopher <laughs> love adriana yeah oh yeah Who does I, it? i've uh i think i discovered i've like re-watched a couple here and there uh over the past a couple of weeks and um, uh, i think i've discovered my single favorite christopher line in the it whole is? show since season three, when he's like uh, addicted to heroin and and uh, sits on and kills Adriana's oh, dog, yeah. and she comes home and she's just like Christopher, like the dog's dead. You sat on the dog, and he he's like still kind of stoned, and he goes, he goes, he must have crawled under there for warmth.
0: <laughs> oh man, Christopher, <laughs> so funny.
2: It's the great, but I feel like so many of these articles have just been like, like like chris farley show-esque like oh it was so good like they <laughs> are being very not specific i mean uh,
0: that's like people be like oh have you seen the Sopranos? i'm like yeah it's the best tv show yeah like, that's yeah. sort of my take on it it's really, good. <laughs>
2: it's really it's kind of hard to explain how it's so good like there's so much going on in it
0: well i think it's like i mean and i don't want to be like i think we talked about this before but with like it's kind of like mad men in that it's mm-hmm. just like it's fun to be in the world yes
2: bit. yeah yeah
0: but like it's extra fun with the sopranos because like You'll you'll never be in that world. Well, right. I probably won't. I can't speak for you. I, I won't. You're not looking to get like a Rico charge against you?
2: <laughs> no, only if my mother is testifying against me. <laughs> <laughs> we have our first caller on the line. A caller? Jamie. Caller, you are on the air with me and Jamie. Lauren Kalis. Hello, Colby. Hello. Hello.
1: <laughs> it's Mitch Lowe.
2: CEO of MoviePass. Oh, Mitch Lowe, CEO of MoviePass. You've called before, Mitch. I
1: I, I just wanted to call in. Uh, it might be my last Oscar season, so.
2: <laughs> Are you I sick? Thought, Are you dying? Your uh, your business certainly is.
1: 58% of MoviePass's subscribers have canceled their subscriptions. <laughs> my yeah. I don't mean course, to laugh at you. To MoviePass. Hmm. If the people go, my soul starts to fade. Oh. And if not enough people are swiping their MoviePass to see movies at a discounted rate, <laughs> I might just fade away.
0: Sounds like a monologue from If Beale Street Could Talk. <laughs>
1: <sighs> oh, I know. It was slow, right? Wasn't it kind of slow? It was slow.
0: I mean, but, you know, with MoviePass, it doesn't matter if a movie's slow because. You just, you could see a bunch. You're
1: yeah. glad the movie's slow. Because with MoviePass, what you're paying for is the shelter of a movie
0: theater. Right. Yes. The content is beside Cold the
1: outside. point. You're a teenager who doesn't have anywhere to make out. What you're paying for is the duration, warmth, and movability of armrests in the movie theater. Totally. So
0: how are you going to save the business? <sighs>
1: I don't want to talk about business, you guys. <laughs> it's it's not gonna. It's it might just be a dream deferred. But if this is my last Oscar season, I just I just wanted to call and, and say that uh, uh, it's been a great ride.
2: <laughs> All right. I mean, <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah.
1: Any,
0: yeah. Any thoughts on AMC Stubbs, your uh, your recent competitor? Yeah,
2: seems to be doing pretty well. Is AMC Stubbs new? I thought it was really, really old.
0: No, so AMC Stubs the, the rewards program is old, uh-huh. but now you can do AMC Stubs VIP, and it lets you see three AMC movies a month for like 15 bucks or something. Pretty uh-huh. much movie pass, I mean. Yeah, yeah. For, if we're being uh-huh. real here.
1: Uh-huh. <sighs> oh, I can hear it It's like sound. my heart's being ripped out of my chest. You know how I feel right now? Fancy Stubbs, I feel like I've been a loyal attendant to the Queen of England. You know, movies, mm-hmm. and I've been doing a great job. And I love this woman, not just as a dear female friend, but sometimes I even bite the bullet and I we we fuck uh-huh. and then okay, this covered in shit, this hot young uh, uh, discounted movie system just shows up and i'm nice and i say oh amc stubbs you could come on in you i'll find a job for you let's, right. I'm let's I'm clean you up here let's clean you up i've got so much you have nothing and i need a you know a friend in this business of appeasing the fickle and intemperate galilee That is, the discount movie business.
2: Yeah. And all of her pet rabbits.
1: And all of her pet rabbits.
2: The (laughs) uh,
0: popcorn and soda deals.
1: You think about the poop when you see it, right? That's the first thing I think about. (laughs) All that rabbit. The rabbits? I mean, I get that she's the queen. If anyone can have 17 rabbits in the home, it will be the queen. But it still was a long time ago. I don't even know if in modernity we could handle that kind of just the hygienic issues I mean than living have... in a room with seventeen rabbits with rice
0: I've heard that people still have cats in their house and the cats shit in a box and people clean it every day <laughs> I mean that just sounds ridiculous to me.
1: I didn't realize that this was the SAS hour. I'm sorry. I, uh, <laughs> yeah, I Mitch, we Mitch Lowe is serious. a
2: CEO. He's used to he's used to having a certain amount of respect.
1: Uh, I'm uh, just a level of deference. I'm sorry, I, d- <laughs> my I defer. <laughs> my board of directors right now are mostly just like very young teens and old people, uh, so they don't give me a lot of pushback.
2: Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Well, those are the intersections of society that seem to be drawn to this show as uh, uh, teens and old people.
1: That's a great demo, Cole. If We could have locked in on that demo earlier on in, in MoviePass's nascency. Yes. You know, we might not be uh, getting poisoned by AMC Stubbs when we go out in a horse ride.
0: So I have a thought on how you could save MoviePass. So...
1: Okay, hit me. Okay,
0: so I've been hearing a lot of people say MoviePass was just sort of like a a venture capital subsidized way for the people to see movies. Who said that?
2: Tell
0: me who said that. People on Twitter. (laughs) The people. Yeah. But I think instead of pushing back against this sort of populist approach to MoviePass, you need to link up with DSA for a Ah. socialist MoviePass collaboration. Wow. Give the arts back to the people. I haven't really thought it out well, further from there, but I think there could be something with Bernie. Yeah. The election's coming up. Like movie pass, I think is a fundamentally socialist endeavor. I yeah. Think, give up trying to make money.
2: Get uh, Get Alexandria Ocasio Cortez to dance her way into the movie pass offices, and uh, uh, you'll you'll be back in business.
0: You know that roller coaster at the beginning of Regal Cinemas where the popcorns explode? Yeah. Put heart in the front car.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But Casio Cortez is kind of a she's kind of a volatile asset at the moment. I don't know if I want to get on that ship right now. Yeah, So, you know,
0: that's no way to speak of our youngest, basket. hottest, just and most have socialist have,
2: politician. It's just a dream boat. How are we not talking about this? <laughs> <laughs> she is so good looking, it's insane. But also so good at her job. <laughs> well, exactly. Yeah, that's the perfect part comedy. of her charm. She's
1: so good at her job.
2: Oh, stop it!
1: I, I just don't want to get linked up with uh, Casio Cortez. Just to get debunked by some Reddit foot fetishist. you know that would
2: ruin me. Mm. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Great point. I I'm scared of uh, Reddit foot fetishists coming for me in all sorts of ways.
0: I've seen some uh, young person's there... radio foot content going around on the forums. Not that I browse.
2: No, no, of course not. And it's it's intense.
1: Foot movies? No, I'm just honestly, I'm spinning out. No foot movies.
2: <laughs> no, that's I mean that's good. I think just, you
1: should. I think Mitch. I'm I think just, you...
2: go ahead. No, no, you have got something. To, you've got something I'm just to just, say. I'm
1: just saying, I'm in this mode where you know, I'm kind of, uh, you know, I'm grabbing on to anything that's chopped out at me. It all looks like lifeboats to me. You know. I feel it's you.
2: Bad. Yeah, you should do a lifeboat movie. But I prob-
1: Castaway.
0: Castaway.
2: That would be good. Castaway too.
1: What was that movie with uh with the uh, with the. Uh, Bird Box? Um, what's her name?
2: Was it Bird Box? Oh, don't even get me started. Margot Really,
1: Netflix? You can't put that in the movie theater and then let me, let people go see it for no money at all? <laughs> you gotta put a gem like that on Netflix? Uh, I think
0: that's what happened with Roma.
1: Yeah. Oh. Will it take well, the prize this well, I, season? I, you know, Fingers crossed. I didn't crossed. see Roma because it, it looked like it, was probably, it, like it took place in Italy and was boring. Hmm. <laughs> no. Uh, You would actually. I mean, what it looks like.
0: I think, as the CEO of MoviePass, you'd like. You maybe wouldn't like it because it's long. It is. People get too much for their money.
1: Oh. Oh Uh, no. What What actually happens in Roma?
0: I loved it. Did you see it, Colby? I haven't watched it yet. Uh, I won't spoil it, but uh, it's about Mexico City in the seventies and.
1: uh, Oh. That was the time to be there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I, uh, I wasn't there, but I've heard good things. Uh, it's in the Espanol, but also yeah. in Mixtec, I think it's the name of the language. It's mm. it, like a, a local language of Mexico,
1: mm.
0: and the acting's good. It's black and white, but you can handle it.
1: <laughs> it's in black and white? Yeah. No, I could never have a movie like that on MoviePass. People think it was me cutting some kind of corner.
0: (laughs) The people really come for you. That's so funny. (laughs) Wait till they find out about the artist. Yeah. Remember that silent movie? I do.
2: Yeah, it won the Oscar. It was the best picture of 2013 or whatever it was. It's like, we got sound now. We don't need to. No. Uh, Mitch, any parting words? Could you guys
1: make a movie for me? Sure. For, for movie what if there was a movie you could only see if you had movie pass?
2: Yeah, Ooh. yeah. Make movie pass,
0: the pass, and the Furious.
2: <laughs> oh,
1: that's good. Colby, <laughs> I know you have like maybe twenty just unfinished screenplays in your desk. <laughs> maybe this is the shit people talk on you.
2: Yeah, that guy's got screenplays on deck. <laughs> the guys just never finished a damn thing. <laughs> Strong
1: starts, you know, and they're, like, in, they, in boxes, and, like, one day your wife finds them, and she's, like, what's this? And you're, like, a oh, so trifle. Happen. And then she reads them, and then she's, she, she starts encouraging you to do it again.
2: And I'm, like, I couldn't. Do I
1: have a wife, Colby?
2: Huh? Do I have a I wife? I have a wife? No, I, I'm a stranger to most people.
1: It doesn't mean yeah. you don't have a wife. <laughs> it does not mean you don't have a wife. Well... I'll let you guys get back to talking about uh, the the best movies of the year that people willingly paid the full amounts to see while I go find a nice hole to die in like a cat does.
2: (laughs) Okay, Mitch. Well, we wish you the best, and I hope you call again before you fade away to dust. Okay, now. Thank you you for your service. Mitch Lowe. Movie pass. Mm. Movie pass CEO. You
0: really get the the, uh, the top echelon of corporate America calling in here. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. I have a lot of business leaders who listen to the show. Who else? Well, there's him. There's uh, Jeff Bezos. Oh, Jeff Bezos uh, got the idea uh, uh, to move to Long Island City to be closer to me.
0: Oh, I yeah. didn't know that. Mm-hmm. It's not really uh, being in the coverage. It's not talked
2: much. about because like it would be seen, I think, as trivial. Oh. Uh, as a trivial reason. You know, frivolous perhaps.
0: I did hear that Young Persons Radio was instrumental in his divorce.
2: Well, yes. Yeah, so he loves the show, and uh, his soon to be ex wife uh, can't stand me. <laughs> uh, yeah.
0: Sometimes it's important to sacrifice the marriage to pursue what you truly love. Yeah. Yeah. It's Just true. listening to Young Persons <laughs> to
2: Radio on Sunday from Which, 10 to 11. It's not like he could do it from anywhere. <laughs> right. I <laughs> mean, had to be what's the
0: app called? Do you want to plug that? It's the
2: Radio Free Brooklyn app. Okay. I got to do download it. it. <laughs> Take us in your pocket. Ugh. So <laughs> 904-351-0729 is our number this morning. That's 904-351-0729. This is Young Persons Radio. on Radio Free Brooklyn with me, Colby Smith. My guest is Jamie Lauren Kalis. Now, Jamie. Yes. I have uh, uh, a confluence of things uh, have been going on for me lately. Okay. I have started watching The Deuce. Okay. On HBO. I
0: watched a few episodes. Yeah,
2: I'm three episodes in.
0: That's about how far I got. Yeah.
2: yeah. Did I'm, you not like it?
0: I liked it, but maybe nothing was really happening.
2: It's, it, I mean, talk about Besides, slow. Things were
0: happening, but they weren't
2: like <laughs> happening. They were swinging.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like, I think the, wor- again, the world is really fun to be in. It is. Yeah. Love walking the, uh, walking the deuce. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Love yeah. Cooper, yeah. The clients
0: eating in that diner,
2: which, I mean, is blocks away from here. What? Yeah. That's uh that's Tina's restaurant located on Flushing Avenue, Wait, right they here in Tina. mm filmed That's like the what that where they're they serve breakfast all day, right? In yeah. the show. Yeah. That's Tina's. Stop it. I swear to God I love Tina's. I, I How saw, did I not
0: recognize it. I
2: watched it in the pilot and I was like, Oh, it's Tina's, like, I bet they won't be back again. And then they've been like two scenes per episode, they're in they're in Tina's.
0: Wow, I got—now, this is going to get me back into watching it. Because, like, <laughs> I—my uh, friend Jack—you know uh-huh. Jack. I know. Uh, We eat at Tina's when we hang out when he lived here.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's
0: all I got to say about Tina's.
2: <laughs> I mean, I love it. It's a great spot. What and else? it's on TV. Do you
0: like Maggie Gyllenhaal in the show?
2: I do, yeah. Yeah, and I, I feel like I have no opinion on her one way or the other in general, but I think she's really good on the show.
0: I think she's good on the show— She, like, wears these, like, 70s outfits in, like, a way that is believable. It doesn't feel like she's in a costume. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I just—I couldn't get—maybe I'll pick it back. Remember that show Vinyl? Did you watch that? I did not. I watched that, and that was much worse than The Deuce, yet I watched the whole thing. So it's really arbitrary what I finish, I think.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I find it hard to watch shows through at all, no no matter how long they are at this point. It's just the time. It's just so much time.
0: People say Jamie. now, like, watch TV. Like in the '90s, people used to be like, "Don't watch TV; it rots your brain." Yeah. Like, whatever, like the boob tube.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And
0: now people are saying, like, "Well, if you watch a TV show, it's almost like reading a book at this point."
2: Yeah, compared to it's not. It's not true though. But
0: I mean, I th- there is some truth to it. I think in that, like, there is. It yes. really takes more out of you to focus on the, a whole TV show now. Right. Right. Whereas before it used to be like, oh, you're just drooling in front of the boobs. Catch an
2: episode here or there, you know.
0: Yeah, Seinfeld, watch with your family. Yeah. different times.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's true. Um,
0: What else? What are your other confluences? At the
2: same time, I I have reread uh, my buddy James Walcott's uh, uh, memoir, uh, Lucking Out, about uh, him coming to New York in the 70s in that, like, same time. Oh. And, like, watching that show and reading that book uh, has just got me in that – it's in that space you tell know? me about this book it's a uh, it's it honestly is like of the four best books i've ever read i love it so much it's so he's a an editor or a, a contributor at vanity fair but he's like has just like been in new york forever as like a cultural critic and was like an early writer for the village voice alongside like uh like dave hickey and and uh, uh, ellen willis and people like that and uh, uh, then was, like, a columnist Esquire, and was, like, at the New York Review of Books, and the New Yorker under Tina Brown. And, like, it's had this, like, mm. amazing career. And he just talks, he's just, like, he was a, a friend of Pauline Kale's, like, they uh, were, yes. like, best buddies at the time. So the book is, like, a lot about her. She's in a bunch of it. So he talks about going to screenings with her, and it's, like, five parts. It's, like, getting to New York, screenings with Pauline Kale, uh, uh, being at CBGB's for, like, Talking Heads, Patti Smith uh, era, um, the porn theater's, of the time, and then, like, you know, the wrap up the like, I knew the decade was over when John Lennon got shot. <laughs> like, oh, wow, like that kind of stuff. This but it's seems so like, like
0: your uh, your caller that calls in to talk about how the East Village used to be better. Oh, uh,
2: Lower East Simon.
0: Yeah, I feel like he'd have a lot to say about it. He would,
2: this. he would. Yeah,
0: um, what was I gonna say? Have you read Times Square Red, Times Square Blue by no. Samuel Delaney? No, that's a great porn theater New York book. Ah, uh, you gotta get that book. Yeah, it's I w- like, I, would, I think love it would be to. a nice uh, compliment to this. Yeah.
2: Uh, but it's, uh, it's, it's just like, he is such a great, like his, his prose is so lively, Ah, Jamie. Yeah. It's very like bouncy and fun, uh, to read. Uh, and I would recommend it very highly.
0: I would love to read that. I've been still waiting to borrow that Tina Brown diaries from you. I think I should just buy it. I don't,
2: I don't have, I don't have that.
0: Was it you, you, you were telling me you read it though, right?
2: No. What? I don't think so
0: We definitely discussed this we, I
2: think we talked about it But I, I don't have Maybe uh, we both
0: just want to read it
2: I think that's it Oh well
0: we should <laughs> yeah. read it We should read it We I, should In my mind I was like oh, I, borrow, I lent one book to Colby I gotta borrow a book from him It's gonna be the Tina Brown Diaries <laughs> Oh
2: yeah I have to give Nicholson Baker back to you
0: Oh no rush I mean take all the time you need with him
2: <laughs> I mean I finished it though Like right away I think I, I told I know, you this I know it's a yeah. good book it's, like uh, it? it's, I really really liked it We're talking of course about The Mezzanine By Nicholson listeners. Baker Yeah Yeah um reading
0: man (laughs) so much to read the more you read the more you find out about all the stuff you haven't read
2: yeah it's true gotta keep reading i got a ten dollar gift card to barnes and noble uh as a gift for the holiday season from whom Uh, it's none of your business who
0: oh i mean ten (laughs) dollars is such a random amount it makes me think of someone that like a family at the i I was gonna say it's probably someone that like you know in a work capacity yes it's very kind
2: but yeah, so but it it was like I I went to like spend it last night and uh um was it was tough. I had like you had three to probably options. Yeah, like put, like $4 back into it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. But How I did bought I? I bought the I bought that Edith Wharton. I bought the Age of Innocence because ah. I've never read her before. But I was between that and Henry James. Oh, I always I read... keep
0: being like almost reading Henry James. I know but...
2: for almost my I mean, yeah, I, I had another chance to do it, and, and Body is Warden instead.
0: It's interesting because I would never spend a gift card on like a classic book because I feel mm. like those are the ones you can get the best deal on on like a dollar cart.
2: Well, that's, you know, that's.
0: In hindsight. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know. Good when,
2: point, Jamie. When the spirit moves you to buy a book, you can't argue. That's it. why we have you on the show for a smart shopper. T- <laughs> I, uh... But anyway, I bring this I bring up James Walcott and the Deuce because the last time you were on, we talked about how the internet has killed local scenes. Uh do you remember this? No. We were you were you were talking about how in like in hip hop, for example, that there's like so little local color because like everybody just puts their stuff online. Oh,
0: uh, we were talking about this because I was yeah. writing something about this at the yes. time, right? Yeah. yeah.
2: Um but I think both of those things, the James Walcott book especially, is is like it, it the thing that came through most to me reading it this time was just this like portrait of pre internet media when like things like the Village Voice for example were this like beacon call to like 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 just like bookish <laughs> like yeah. young types who would like feel alone wherever they are and it's like all you had it's well, wild I
0: watched, you know that movie Shirkers that people are talking about uh-uh. it's like an it's on Netflix it's like one of those ones where like it's on Netflix but it's a movie mm. uh but like it wasn't in theaters. It's documentary about like this woman who, when she was a teenager, made this documentary Mm -hmm. in Singapore where she grew up and then someone stole the footage. And then like 20 years later, she got the footage and like they made it into a documentary about the movie. Yeah. Anyway, she talks about growing up in Singapore and she's like, yeah, like we were really into like all this subcultural stuff. But then I was surprised because this was in like 1992. Yeah. And she was reading like Catcher in the Rye and like listening to like Patti Smith and like, they, like, were getting all the same subcultural stuff that people hit on in America as, like, the cool things to be into right. when you're that age. Yeah. And I was just wondering, like, how is that a universal – like, people always pick those same random things. Yeah. And, like, I feel like when I was a teenager, those, ki- those kind of were the things that I thought were cool, too. And, like, now I'm, like – Definitely. They're, like, not my things.
2: Yeah. I, I feel like it's that, like, they get – they get canonized by like the genera like the generation that like was into, uh, like Patty Smith when she was new is like the people who like have all the power right now.
0: Right, and they're like, you're gonna like Patty yeah. Smith. Yeah, like- I find Patty Smith so annoying. Yeah, like I'm just like, oh, she writes these memoirs. She's like, I knew Mapplethorpe.
2: Yeah, they were buddies. I don't care. Yeah, friendly voice just talks about how like everybody hated Maplethorpe and that like she had all these pictures of, of his that she just like literally threw in the trash when wow. she moved out of the village. Like, I also in, like, the don't early like 80s.
0: friendly voice, but I guess i, I Oh, here's a take. Why I not? Was friendly she mean voice? to you? <laughs> no, no. I just think like I don't know, like what's that one thing about like affectations are deadly or whatever? Yeah. Like I just like I'm I don't get it. I don't get it, like I mean, it's she's a, been, it's like, a, writing this book for her whole life. How yeah. does she have money?
2: She does all these speaking engagements, you know?
0: But like, I like that seems like a thing that is not available to us anymore, where it's, like, you're kind of funny for, like, 10 years in your youth, and then, oh, like, yeah. you speak forever? Like, how do I get to that? I think I I'm mean, jealous.
2: That is the thing of, like people talk about how like funny she is and like she's not unfunny but it's like she's funny for a writer you know what i mean it's yeah. like when people say brian williams is funny it's just like i guess he's funny for a news anchor like, right like uh, uh it's not funny ha ha funny it's like a ha ha well, how like, droll it's <laughs> funny
0: in reference to being the institution of friend. but so right. it's right like it's like oh you wear the same outfit every day you have weird triangle hair it's like <laughs> I could do that. Like, yeah. I I, mean, I guess, like, maybe did she invent that?
2: I mean, I don't know. I guess. Sure. Like, Let's say yes.
0: Because there are lots of people. Like, now that seems very Silicon Valley to be like, I wear the same outfit every single day. Like, I don't know. I just, I think it's not for me, maybe. Yeah, That's my yeah, new yeah. thing I say when I think something's bad. I say, it's just not for not me. Not for
2: me. That's very diplomatic.
0: Yeah, you know. And I'm, I mean, not... uh I don't know. People love her. I respect her career. She there's this one thing she wrote about the AIDS epidemic mm-hmm. that
2: I oh, thought yes. was very I, good. I agree. Yeah, I think that's. Uh, did you see that documentary about her from a couple of years ago? The, I did not. Uh, Public speaking. as oh, no, I didn't see it. But that's like that's the best. The best part of that is her talking about the AIDS crisis and like how it just like wiped. Because she, I think this is the first time I've heard this insight. I don't know if it's like original to her or not, but she said that like. We lost all the artists uh, up to AIDS, obviously, but it was also, like, the audience for things like the Mm. ballet and stuff like that were also wiped out. So, like, she says that, like, the discerning audience is, like, as important to the culture as artists. And, like, that was the loss that no one really mentions is people who had this level of expertise uh, just as consumers were gone, too. Uh, That's very interesting. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, it seems like she has some great potential to do good work. (laughs) Based if on she that, would just her put, one uh, debut yeah. thing. Yeah. Just put fucking
2: pen to paper.
0: I know. It's like, that book's coming any minute. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. I'm We're never going to see it. I'm not
2: jealous. I, yeah, of course not. Um, What
0: was I going to say? I had something to say about that.
2: Brian, internet, yeah. I don't know. local scenes.
0: The internet.
2: Yeah. But anyway, yeah. I mean, like, I anytime people are like, uh, like New York was so much better, like insert time period here. It's like very irritating to me. But I think like the thing that of this book that jumped jumped out was the like pre-internet media. I think that's what it made me nostalgic for more than anything else. More than like specifically like, boy, I wish I could have seen uh, television. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think things My are anxious. better. I
0: think it's more, it's like, Wow, like, I wish I could have experienced like the funhouse version of the current moment where, like, yes. all the constraints are kind of different, but like, yeah. it also still has some similar qualities. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 I mean, that's like sort of why the future is interesting, too, because it's like, of wow, course. it's going to be kind of like the present, but weirder. <laughs> it's fine. I think it's good to be uh, a man of your time. You I want think to be so, too. Nostalgic.
2: No, no. It's, it's, uh, it's, uh, you miss things that are right in front of you. It's true. You know, but I also think it's just a natural outcropping of like feeling. Like you don't know what to do, you know what I mean? And like, you, it's easy to like look back and say, like, oh, I would have been simpler then,
0: right? Because it's like we like there were probably people that were like going to this other bar near CBGBs, and they were like, wow, I'm seeing amazing shows here. Like this is gonna be the most relevant yes. hotspot of my time. <laughs> and then when everyone's looking back, no one's talking about like Colby's Pub, where like <laughs> an unknown <laughs> oh, band man. that never made that it. That is obsc- like-
2: that's how I'm gonna make my millions. Colby's Pub is going to be right across the street <laughs> from uh, Brooklyn Steel. Yeah, <laughs> It's
0: be like the Bell. Everyone talks about like the Bell House was the center of like podcast and comedy culture in the teens, <laughs> but no one's ever talking about how like whatever, like Colby's, <laughs> Colby's Pub Colby's across Pub. the street was having all these smaller acts.
2: Yeah, we get that's what we got to stop complaining about venues closing and just go all in on opening one. Yeah, bar oh. back room drinks.
0: Colby's place. Colby's place. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, we found it. Uh, 904-351-0729 is our number. That's 904-351-0729. We have, a, uh, we have a couple minutes left in the show if we want to get maybe one final caller in if uh, if uh, folks are listening. So we've got, what do you think, like five minutes? Yeah.
0: I mean, I'm not in a hurry. Whatever. You, whatever uh, <laughs> well,
2: I mean, the next show is going to come. Yeah, out, all right. You're the boss. Yeah. Two thumbs undecided. Movie I'd love talk. to hear what they think about movies. <laughs> It sounds like uh, a lot. So, <laughs> what what can we talk about? Well, I'll tell you in I'll tell five you, minutes. I, well, I'll I'll give you a quick a quick one. Okay. Do you? Well, I'll ask you this first. Do you uh, uh uh do you do you like karaoke? Do you enjoy karaoke? I
0: do. I do now and then. Yeah,
2: I think um uh I love it so much, and I think I I need to take a break from it for a little How while. How much have you been going? So like I went to a friend's birthday thing yesterday and um uh be- people I think were just laming it up in there and it made me really mad.
0: <laughs> oh like they weren't bringing it to their apartment. They act were not enough? bringing it. Where I, which karaoke place?
2: Well, so here's the thing. This uh it was at Karaoke 48 in I have not uh been there. in the uh uh it's in the East 40s and they do like a, a special rate where it's like during the day you can pay like a flat rate of sixteen dollars and stay for like several hours wow so it was for like a birthday thing and it was like like i'm sorry if you put on either a disney song or the beatles at karaoke you are doing it wrong
0: what are some of your uh approved picks
2: i did here's what i did it's time for kobe's pick Here, here's what i did i did rolling by limp biscuit okay crushed hilarious <laughs> hilarious pick okay i don't know that song you're still the one by shania twain good song uh friday i'm in love by the cure i feel like the perfect karaoke song is people going like oh this song yeah
0: that's true because it's not like they know it as like oh don't stop believing like right yeah i mean yeah no one would pick that that's such
2: an eye -eye roll of a choice someone did total eclipse of the heart yesterday and i was just like oh it's a good song but it is long. it has nothing to do it with that. So. One
0: time I went to this bowling alley and they had karaoke. And I was like, I'm going to sing American Pie. Yeah. It's so long. It's and like, and like it, it was, was like 10 minutes long. Yeah. And song. it was like not like a lively crowd. It was like eight people in the bowling alley. Yeah. So it was just like me singing to them. And I'm not a good singer. Actually, for my birthday, my good friend Leah got me two singing lessons because I said, I just want to get to the next level of being fine at karaoke instead of being horrible. <laughs> so she just got me two lessons.
2: Uh-huh. That's a so really I'm great gift. So
0: soon I'll be singing slightly better.
2: Yeah. Have you gone to one yet? Not yet. Yeah. That's exciting. I'm very
0: excited. I almost cried. I was like, because when we go in the car together, I always sing and I always say, I wish I was just a little better at singing. Yeah. That's I'm so very, cool. I'm what very a great bad. gift. Yeah. It's wow. really nice.
2: That's, uh, uh, is it like a one-on-one? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Two yeah. one-on-one sessions oh my with my singing God. coach
0: in Bushwick. I don't have to leave the area. Oh,
2: that's great. Yeah. That's so nice.
0: I would plug the woman, but I don't know her name.
2: Well, after you go. Give us a Come good back review. off a recital. Yeah. yeah. I was
0: thinking about after my two lessons hosting a recital because uh, I think I want to learn to sing happy birthday better to get the most bag for my buck. <laughs> so I invite people over, get a cake, have a performance, eat the cake.
2: That someone did put on a happy birthday yesterday because it was like this guy's birthday. So we were all going to sing and they repeated it, like the video repeated it four times. Oh,
0: no. <laughs> That's terrible.
2: It was awful. Yeah, and that was do, sandwiched like, between uh, Love Me Do and Hakuna Matata.
0: These are not good choices. Right?
2: Oh, you, I, was, are, I felt like I was going about, insane. Like, is
0: a show tune okay if it's, like, yes. the right pick? Okay. So here's the
2: thing. I think if you're going to do a song like that, either a show tune or, like, a super well-known one, you have to be able to, like, crush it. You have right. to be, like, owning it and, like, killing it in a way that's just like, yeah. Like, the showmanship has to take over when the song choice is not up to par.
0: I think that's a... But, like, I think the showmanship shouldn't take over in a way. It's like, I was the best one in my high school. No, choir. no, that's not like what I mean. Entertainment. Like, yes. you're putting on a performance. I've been working up a little act. Uh, so, my friend Lindsay bought a karaoke machine okay. for her apartment. It's like this system. And we, I went on it and I sang the song Little Girls from Annie. Are you familiar? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. about, like, I want to drink and kill all the little girls. And I think that could become my song if I just work on it a little more.
2: Should we. Is there a good version of that online? Should we go out to that song? Because uh, we got to go. We got to go. Yeah, we gotta search go. Uh, Little Girls from the uh, movie in 1982. Yeah. Perfect, perfect. Well, I'll cue it up. Hope it doesn't play the ad. Uh, uh, final final thoughts, Jamie Lauren Kalis, writer to the stars.
0: Wow. Uh, <laughs> what a joy to participate in culture, watching movies, <laughs> coming on the radio with my friend Colby. Uh-huh. Always a treat. Thank you for having me. I'm so
2: glad you came. It's a, a really oh, I always nice, have a ball. very nice uh, a note to start the year off on. Yeah, 2019, uh, everything's going to be different. That's right, yeah. This but a, only the
0: good things will be the same.
2: This is a, this is the egghead hour. Yes. You we know, get to just gab like a couple of... Uh, smart big folks. nerds <laughs> yeah big nerds chatting well everybody that is young person's radio for today uh uh tune back in next week uh where we will have a guest that I've got a book so come back for that stay tuned for two thumbs undecided they will be in here very shortly and of course <laughs> of course for uh the Brooklyn conversation after that uh and objection to the rule after that uh so uh goodbye It's the limpest end to the show ever. Goodbye. Let's just do like a big cheer on three. Ready? God
0: bless America. One, two, three. (laughs) Three.
2: Hooray! You know what? What? I love you. (laughs) I know. Kiss me as only Who is that? Who's in the movie? Devil. Is that Carol Burnett? (laughs) Yeah. Are we off there? No, we're off soon. Oh, we're on. Here we go. Here it comes.
0: Little girls, little girls everywhere I
1: turn. I can see them.